Hello, everybody. It is episode five. It is the new wrestling alliance. We mean business. I am your man, P1J Dub. To my left, your right, you can't see, but it's the podcast. It is the man, the myth, the legend known as Amp. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be back. I'm back! And to my left, your right, the architect of it all. The guy, I like to say, is a dear friend of mine. Darius Ichiban, how are you, man? What's good, everybody? Welcome to the fifth podcast. It's been a little while. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And we're going to go right into it real quickly, about as quick as this fight was. Former WWE champion and longest reigning WWE World Heavyweight Champion, CM Punk, made his MMA debut. And, ooh, M. I feel like I'm still sore watching that fight. How are you feeling from it? Uh, it was a it was a sad, sad day for a for a punk fan, but uh, I think he'll be back. You know, I think he'll probably do a couple more matches before he uh, most likely heads off to TNA or whatever TNA is called by then. How about you, EG? Any um, thoughts on that fight, or well, what would be a fight? Yeah, um, I still believe in Punk. I think that he'll be back better than ever you know you always mess up on you know your your first fight so i think punk will be back it'll be a definitely um great opportunity to see him again in an mma um fight you know just to see how good his skills has improved since this loss yeah and i mean you know uh you know those those cm punk chants are still going on which is cool you know in the wwe arenas i mean there's a couple boos that came after it but i mean definitely when they're in chicago those cm punk chants are gonna be still heavy because chicago fans they still believe in cm punk i mean you know everybody i mean we you know it's just like a, a bears fan unfortunately but you know we still cheer you know so that's how we feel about CM Punk. CM Punk is still the man. He still represents Chicago. We still represent him. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, as a wrestling fan, I could care less if he loses in MMA and UFC and all that, but that's just me. I would like to see him at least win one match, though. I bet you he would like to see himself win one <laughs> match, too. <laughs> but that's enough on that fight, because as many people know, CM Punk went in, got his ass. Whooped. Two and a half minutes later, match is over. But yeah, I the, only, the only thing is that he lost to a jabroni. But I mean, you move on, you know. So we're about a good two months into this brand split. We've had their separate pay per views. We're gonna touch on that later. But we're we're gonna just touch right now on Monday Night Raw, the three hour program, the flagship program. Ichi, what are your thoughts on, since the brand split, how do you feel about Raw and the direction it's headed? I am a fan of Raw, um, only because uh, clearly I'm a fan of wrestling, but I like Kevin Owens as a champion. Um, I like the women's division that they have. I like, um, you know, the direction that they're going to go with Sasha. Um, I also like that the cruiserweight division is going to be exclusively on Raw. I hate that Michael Cole is going to be commentating, but... The counter is that we have our boy um, Byron 
Saxton on the mic and the number one commentator to call these matches. Um, I, I, I like where Raw is going. I'm not too happy with um, the pay-per-view that I recently saw from Raw, but I do like watching Raw. That's just point-blank period. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Raw's starting a pickup scene there. Uh, the last uh, episode was pretty good. Um, to me, Graves is always gold on the mic, um, but I still feel that uh, SmackDown is edging out uh, victories every week. Um, I'm starting. I'm starting to see what the the contrast is between Raw and SmackDown. I think that Raw's storylines are very are much more theatrical and like script based. Whereas SmackDown is more is more competitive wrestling wins and losses, and we'll touch on SmackDown a little in a little bit. But I, but what I do appreciate with what I do appreciate with Raw is that you have you know I mean essentially your primetime players, no Darren Young and I'm Titus O'Neil. But like your um Seth, your Kevin Owens, you've had yeah, Finn Balor's, like you have Jericho who's probably superstar of the year in my opinion, and they're and they are performing at a top notch. I I like what they're doing, I like the direction that they're going. I I'm I'm still a fan and it looks like and it's getting and it's just catching steam in my opinion. I would have to agree with you. How can I not how can I not mention Jericho? Jericho is by far one of my favorite wrestlers on Raw for the simple fact that he is aligned himself with the world champion. With <laughs> You know what I mean? He's Please make sure this is recorded. He has... <laughs> he says that Jericho is his favorite wrestler right now on Raw. Yes. And the reason why Jordan is saying this is because I, in the past, I have not been a huge Jericho fan, but Jericho has been gold. Jericho has been gold this um this past um this this um this past time that he's come back to the WWE as a full time wrestler. He's entertaining. I love the fact that he's had all these programs with all this different competition and he has been legit in all of them back back to what i was saying like in, in reference to kevin he elevates kevin, talent he does he does and his matches have been his matches have been um pretty good i mean i even liked the match with Sami Zayn from the last pay-per-view um i like that he won i like that he is uh he with kevin owens is possibly in the running of gaining the tag team um championship um, but also, Jericho is smart. Jericho is a genius, and Jericho, Kevin Owens better watch his back. But I want you guys to keep watching. Jericho is a mastermind, baby. Yeah, like I've really enjoyed Jericho's new persona. Uh, it reminds me of back in like WCW when he had his own security, uh, his security guard that used to come out with him. Ralphus. <laughs> Ralphus. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Jericho's killing it right now, and I'm not ready for it to end. Especially, uh, I don't think anybody out here wants to be on the list. You just made the list. <laughs> oh no! Oh, here we go. 
it's like it's, it's the fact the that list. Jericho is brought to brought like a sitcom character. The what? A sitcom style character. The list. The what? The list. No, 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 no. Don't put me on the list. You just made the list! He's crazy, like this sitcom character that it translates into his wrestling style and persona. It's this right here is like this is, these are the things that are to me that are historical. These are things that solidify why Jericho's a Hall of Famer and why he is a legend. And to me, is is making a run to crack my top five. It's all about. The Fade Five, you know, you know what I'm saying. Good. Most definitely, I would say um, he's definitely he's definitely in my top rankings um, for the Raw brand. Um, him along with Kevin Owens. Um, I even I, I'll even put such a Banks up there. Um, just phenomenal wrestling and phenomenal work on the mic. Um, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed by Raw, just not their pay per views. I feel like the biggest problem raw has right now is actually making people care about these pay-per-views like uh this last pay-per-view i kind of didn't care about most of the matches and it was i just i don't know i just couldn't really get into them yeah it's it's like it's it's hard how it's you know we'll touch on that also it's like i also think it was just like such a quick turnaround we had it was Boom, 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 boom. You don't really have much storyline to build off of these pay-per-views. Luckily, they're taking advantage of the fact that they have the WWE, WWE Network for just $9.99. So if, if I'm paying 60 70 bucks per pay-per-view, yeah, I'm going to be pissed. But they have this monopoly, so for just $9.99, they can, they're just starting to do this quick two-week turnaround. But luckily, I think we get a break after this pay-per-view on Sunday. Um, I'm looking forward to just, I'm looking forward to the Seth's face turn and his eventual showdown with Triple H. We have Roman who has the U.S. belt. I'm okay with that. Kevin Owens has a universal belt. He's essentially the inaugural champion because after Finn Balor's shoulder got messed up, it's a, it's fresh faces on the flagship show. No disrespect to SmackDown. You think of Monday Night Raw before you think of SmackDown. It's SmackDown's job to push that to get them up to that level. But uh, if you ask me, Raw is bringing it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, uh, I do. I do anticipate um, a face turn for for Seth. Uh, Seth is money. I'm I'm enjoying the. Um, the battle that he's having with Kevin Owens and not trusting Stephanie and because, you know, she's definitely going to be, you know, working with her husband. Even like Roman Reigns as the U S champ, it shows that he has been dominant, especially with Rusev. His, his, his matches with Rusev honestly have been some of my favorite from the pay-per-views. I like their chemistry. I like that they got, uh, you know, Lana involved in the in the um, in the storyline as well. So, kudos to Roman Reigns. I'm a I'm a huge fan anyway. So, I mean, is is definitely is definitely great to see these champions. Is just you guys are not doing well on the pay per views. 
It's just the pay-per-views are just lackluster. They're just not as exciting as SmackDowns. Yeah, like, I agree with, like, all the champions they have right now. They just really need to work on their storytelling, in my opinion. And the reason why they need to hire us. I mean, WWE, I know that you guys are listening to our podcast, and you you better give us props. But just hire us. We can, we can, we can get you some money. If you, if, I know you're hearing this. Just um, tweet us at we are NWA on Twitter or New Wrestling Alliance on Instagram. Follow us. Shout out to Brodus Clay, Sasha Banks as well. She's she's not following us yet, but she will. So we're gonna switch gears a little bit, and let's just um. Now we're gonna take a moment. And we're gonna talk about. The cruiserweight division exclusively on the raw brand something that i know that i'm excited about i know ev really had something to say about it and how are you feeling about the cruiserweight division on raw how do you how are you liking that division and just how everything's developing with them overall i'm really enjoying it where it's where it seems to try to go um sometimes i feel it's like a little forced and like, I feel it's too separate from the main roster. I feel like they need to start intermingling just because it's, I kind of feel like they're forcing everybody to, I don't know, it just doesn't have that the same chemistry. It feels like they're stopping Raw to add in the it's it, Yeah, it's putting it, you're putting it in an exclusive box when it should just be part of the show. Yeah. And I think that's what made the um, Cruiserweight division on um, Nitro so fascinating. It wasn't that oh, we're stopping the show to feature this. It's, oh, they're part of the show, and but it's just a change of pace. You don't need yeah, it's, it's ropes and all that stuff. Exactly. It's, I was going to mention that. I was going to say, like, you know, you're changing the ropes to, like, you know, this lavender, yeah. you know. It's <laughs> like, you know. It, the, the matches are definitely um, exciting to watch. Um, uh, Alexander and even Brian Kendrick. Um, don't forget Swan. Yeah, oh yeah, Swan and T.J. Perkins is is definitely is definitely um, you know fun field to watch, and I'm excited to to see it. But yeah, I'm agreeing with that. I mean, it's like okay, now I'm just gonna break down these fucking you know <laughs> break down these goddamn purple purple ropes. <laughs> I'm gonna break down these purple ropes. You know, what I'm saying to put the other matches back on. It's like have it included in it what is it why is it so separate yeah when i when i was at the show uh monday night raw it takes so long for them to change those rope colors i'm like no wonder people aren't into these matches by the time it starts oh no <laughs> the rope to the rope changing color has turned into the bathroom break so therefore the matches aren't really getting featured they're just getting um, aired on tv yeah like <laughs> they changed these ropes and then by the time, you know, the match starts, either people are coming back from the bathroom or, like, they're still on their way. It's like... And, and question for you. So, like, isn't it two matches, two, two cruiserweight matches a night on Raw? Isn't there two matches? Yes. <laughs> so it's like you're breaking down a rope just to put the ropes back up. WWE, come on, what are you doing? Raw, come on, Steph, what are you doing? Mick? It's just, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It, I mean, I get what they're trying to do to make it have this exclusive feel, but it's going to be exclusive anyway because you have, because that's the only style. I think that's the thing that they're, that they're forgetting. Hey, look, the cruiserweight division is a style of wrestling. 
You don't have to shut this show down to say, hey, this is what's happening. Let them go out there, do their thing, and the fans will jump, will buy into that, will buy into it and enjoy it because it is a change of pace. It's less, it's less scripted, more wrestling, and you have that at that high tempo. Let them rock out. Don't sit here and exclude them because when isn't at the end of the day, when at the end of the day, wouldn't you want your best wrestler, your best performer to be your top guy or top guy in the world champ? Don't limit these cruiserweights to just cruiserweights. Let them have the opportunity to be world heavyweight champ. Yeah, it's to the point where it's, it's, come on, you have to include these guys. You don't have to do the fancy mancy purple ropes, breaking them down twice. Um, The belt is already, you know, cool in itself. TJ Perkins is, you know, he's pretty legit. So it's just like, we don't need that. Just bring them out. Just bring the wrestlers out and let's see a wrestling match. Okay, Steph? Okay, Mick? Also, what do you guys think about um, having Sami Zayn drop down to cruiserweight? That'd be lit. I wouldn't have an issue with it. Um, I would like him actually in that position. I would love to see him in the match with uh, Gigi Perkins. Because I feel like right now he's just kind of roaming around. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's it goes it goes one of two ways. I think the thing is that either you're going to commit to Sami Zayn being in that upper echelon, so therefore get him start get him in a program, start chasing after that U.S. belt, or if you don't, or if he's reached his ceiling, hey, look, let me drop him down to the cruiserweights and give this some legitimacy. And I feel like down the line, you can always have him be with uh, KO once he becomes Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's um, it's kind of like what Jordan um, was saying, where as far as, you know, where do you put him? It's kind of like to the effect that they, what they were doing, in my opinion, with Cesaro is kind of like, you know, now, oh, yeah, we're going to stick you with a tag team with Sheamus. And it's kind of like, as you know damn well, Cesaro deserves a run at one of those titles. But you guys are kind of just like, oh, yeah, well, what are we supposed to do with Sheamus? Or what are we supposed to do with Cesaro? It's like, yeah, let them wrestle. Let them go for these titles like they deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I agree with that. I actually like Sheamus and Cesaro together. It's just that I I don't, I, I just don't like... Mick Foley being added into it where he keeps telling them that he wants to see something out of him. Right. I'm like, shut up, Mick. I want more right. for them. I want more for them. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, I mean, Mick probably doesn't really hear them anyway because he's missing an ear. But, I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like, right, it's like, Mick, dude, like, just let them rock. Let them rock. And I actually wouldn't mind them um, battling New Day as well. Yeah. So we're going to take a note. So we're going to change gears a little bit now. We're going to go over to SmackDown. Now SmackDown, I think, is the the blue brand, the hottest brand between the two right now. A wrestling based show. It's got it's story driven. It's in depth, and it has my MVP, The Miz, on there. Hottest act going on right now. Yeah, the filler champion until we have something change 
<laughs> I already schooled you on everything that the I already schooled you on everything that the Miz has done. We're not going to go back I, down that know, list. I really wish, you know what? Honestly, you all just made know. my list. Honestly, I wish I had that Gene Wilder from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory meme right now. Where I just look at you with my hand <laughs> on my chin because you know damn well the Miz is not that great of a wrestler. He's great on the mic. Oh, yeah, he's, he's great on um, the mic. He's great on the mic. He's he's phenomenal, of course. He's an actor. But he's not great. Yeah, like in the, great. in the ring, he's like poop in the sun. <laughs> the Miz. He's a filler champion, Jordan. Stop it. Act. He's a filler champion. Until the filler someone champion, else that, the filler comes champion who has the Miz never ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour. Which makes its market over 185 days. Yes, yeah, barely up. wrestled. He's like The Rock from like a few years ago when he was wrestling at WrestleMania. Go ahead, tell us more. Oh, you want to still continue talking about my man, The Miz? But again, the hottest act going on on the hottest brand. Best promo of the year. He was already in probably what has been considered one of the matches of the year. He's brought legitimacy back to <laughs> you, championship. Jordan, once again, you keep mentioning this match of the year, which involved who? Cesaro. Who else? Name them. Kevin Owens. Cesaro, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Intercontinental, and still your Intercontinental right. champion. Jordan. The Miz. No one. No one was watching that match for The Miz. They were all they, watching they, the match they, for they, either Cesaro. He's a heel. You keep on forgetting the fact that he's a heel. People don't. People are going to. People are going to want to not watch him because he's a heel. That's not. He is the best pure heel going on right now in WWE. I like to watch AJ Styles. He's a heel. I do not care to watch Miz in the ring. I care to watch him do promos, cut promos, and do um, his little Miz show, or you know, the talking smack. Um, but no, not in the ring. The fact a that you like me, heal and me come this Sunday, I really that hope that yeah. they give the opportunity to Dolph Ziggler because he's been fighting for years to get this title. You know what I mean? And honestly, it's like you know, switching gears. Like um, Dolph is gonna have to have like a a, a faction or some type of stable um, to sustain legitimacy and me even paying attention to this guy because I'm almost at a point where I'm giving up on Dolph Ziggler. Am I the only one in this boat? No, I, I totally agree. I'm ready for uh, something has to happen with Dolph because uh, it's getting a little repetitive. But, but I did enjoy seeing the Spirit Squad again. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's to the point where it's like, okay, Dolph, we've heard this sad story, and then what are you going to keep doing? Oh, yeah, I'm going to put, um, I'm going to fight so hard, and this, that, and the other, and next thing you know, he's like, I'm going to put my career on the line. Really, Dolph? You're going to put your career on the line? And Miz is the one that's going to be the the one that it's in his hands, the Miz hands. Are you serious? That was also, that was also an awesome video package the Miz created on SmackDown. 
You mean the people in the back that created it for the Miz? Thank you. Yeah, Miz didn't create that. It was a good. It was a good package. Miz had nothing to do with it other than them throwing him in there a couple of times. You all and you all enjoys you all enjoyed Miz's package. Gotcha. <laughs> you, you you just had to go that way with it, huh? Real, real, real mature, real mature. <laughs> oh, I would only expect that from a Miz fan. Right. <laughs> you people are a bunch of puppets. <laughs> but good to but good to know that the Miz is keeping Dolph Ziggler relevant. No, you know, you know when when I think about Miz, I feel like he's like Dickie Simps- Simpkins on the Bulls team. You know, he's he's a champion, but you know, he's just. He's just there. Yeah, honestly, Dickie Simpkins had three fucking rings. He yeah. was on 96, 97, and the 98 Bulls with Steve Kerr and Michael Jordan. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the Miz. The Miz is D- Dickie Simpkins. And Jordan is probably going to mention his WrestleMania <laughs> match with, with John Cena from Atlanta. That was like a horrible WrestleMania. Disagree with that as well, but, you know, end of the day... How many people have defeated John Cena at WrestleMania? Jordan, but you're also forgetting but you're also forgetting that and the Miz was in a tag team with R Truth at the like right after WrestleMania. And he was one of the like the shortest reigning tag team champions. The Miz. He he Miz had first off, Miz had a seven month reign as WWE champion. Number two, he also had one of the longest reigning um, tag championships with with John Morrison. Hold your and, horses, and pump one your of the, And one of the shortest. Hey, guess what? Guess who had something shorter? Dolph Ziggler. He had the world belt for ten minutes. Jordan, that is true. <laughs> We're gonna okay. So what what's your what's your predictions for Sunday with with um, Dolph versus your boy Miz? The never ending. WWE Intercontinental Championship World Tour keeps rolling on. I don't understand why you all don't understand this. So wait, so you're saying that Dolph Ziggler is going to retire? Or he's I don't gonna... know how Dolph Ziggler doesn't retire, but the Miz is walking out Intercontinental Champion still on Sunday. Yeah, I think the tour is over. I think this is the last stop. <laughs> they're, 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 gonna, here. they're turning off the lights <laughs> unhooking the the buses this is is it tour ends here jordan j-dub sorry bud <laughs> the torture is over it's not torture almost already the promo of the year you will, what, i'm not even going to go back to it yeah, can we, gears gears can, we, sorry, can we switch gears to a real heel? Sorry, can we switch gears to a real heel like AJ Styles, who has put on the most phenomenal matches I've seen in the past few months? Um, let's talk about that. Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. Let's talk about the face who runs the place, the guy who's going to be in a triple threat match going against Dean Ambrose and still hashtag Beat up John Cena in a triple threat match going on no, at No Mercy. It's been an interesting dynamic. It's been AJ Styles braggadocious 
But you also have Dean and John Cena who are really clawing at each other, and it seems like AJ Styles just happens to be the man in the middle. AJ yeah. Styles has is the face that runs the place, and I'm excited to see where this is going. I am too. I, I honestly like that. Um, I like that John Cena is still in the picture after losing to AJ Styles. Clean, um, and Dean Ambrose. Yeah, and Dean Ambrose. But it's 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 not to say Dean Ambrose shouldn't be in a match, but um, I don't know. I feel like they kind of just like pushed him in there, you know, for the triple threat match. But I mean, I'm not against it. But it just seemed like it was kind of just like forced, you know, just to kind of like have something, you know. As opposed to another like John Cena, um, AJ Styles rematch. I actually I'm okay with this. I don't I don't think it's forced. I think uh, I think Dean Ambrose has a legit reason for being in it. Um, I kind of feel like he feels disrespected, and I feel like John Cena is the one that's forcing him his way in because I don't think John Cena has no reason to even have a title match. Uh, I disagree with that one. Well, I kind of don't disagree with that. Yeah, John Cena did lose fair square. Like, yeah, why are you getting a championship match? But he's John Cena. It's kind of like the Hulk Hogan effect when Hulk Hogan just came stumping down the yard at WrestleMania 9. And uh, Bret Hart's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And he didn't. Better Bret but, Hart fan. Well, yeah, clearly, if Hulk Hogan Please just comes along. If you hear, once you hear this, <laughs> hand, once you, once you hear this, this um, podcast, Please go to our um, Twitter. Please go to our Instagram hashtag BitterBretHeartFan. Please. <laughs> I mean, I... no, but it's it's this is still it's kind of like the same effect where Hogan that came down and he beat Yokozuna for the title. Um, John Cena, you know, he's 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 that guy. So you know, he's supposed to be in this match. Yeah. Plus, like I... down pay per views. Are pretty fucking legit. <laughs> I feel like you know. I understand Cena's been the man for up umpteen years, but I feel that doesn't give you a golden ticket to always hop into the title picture. I like. I feel like. Well, Triple H does it like all the damn time. Just involves himself, soaps involved ass. But I mean, come on. Orton's involved. Orton's involved with Bray. Man, that is, we all know how that's going to end for Bray. Yeah, Bray's not winning shit. <laughs> Bray and, never and, wins. And it, it's, it's less so like it is. And I'm just like, I'm not understanding this. Like, what do you got? What are they doing with Bray Wyatt? That's <laughs> I don't I don't know who Bray pissed off. <laughs> but he, it's yeah. just not working for him right now. It's really not. It's, <laughs> I was like, damn near he's gonna have to like lose like fifty pounds and join the cruiserweights on Raw. <laughs> yeah. But then he'll be jobbing the uh, Perkins. <laughs> Very true. At some point, he's going to get his breakthrough win. He's he carries feuds, he carries matches. I mean, it's, I think it does say it does mean something to say he jobs to all of these people. I know, and to add, Jordan, he's great on the mic. Yeah, he jobs to all these people. He's great on the mic and. 
all of his programs still are relevant. He's still he's still a draw. I just wonder when is his when is he going to get his just due and at least get some type of belt reign. And I don't even think it needs to be a secondary belt. I think he needs to get he needs to get this world belt. I feel like if they give him any belt other than the world, it's just a waste of time. How are we feeling about Becky Lynch being the world the women's champ for SmackDown? Um, I don't necessarily like it. I would actually like Naomi <laughs> as the women's um SmackDown champion. Um I'm just not I'm not intrigued by any of Becky Lynch's matches. Um not necessarily that she's boring. I just don't necessarily like her character. She looks like um, Link from Zelda. I I just I just I don't know. I just don't care for her. I no. feel like they could have definitely used another um, another um, woman to to take over to um, lead the SmackDown brand for the women's division. I think Link had more charisma though. Oh, oh man! <laughs> but no, I mean she's great in ring. I mean, I just don't really care for her. Uh, I I also would have preferred Naomi. Um, but I wouldn't even mind uh, Alexa Bliss winning this. That's how much I don't really care about, about her being champion who's, right now. Who is she facing on Sunday? Um, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> She's facing Alexa Bliss. I don't, <laughs> I don't see Alexa Bliss winning. I, honestly, I mean, come on. She, no, Alexa Bliss can't win. But Naomi, we need to see a match with Becky and Naomi. We also, I mean, um, <laughs> well, Natty ain't winning shit. But <laughs> yeah, Natty's in that same group as Bray. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who she pissed off. well i mean it's almost time for um all red um everything eve marie to make her way back yeah um i really do want her to actually wrestle so i can see (laughs) what type of character that she'll have um for the smackdown brand but yeah she ain't winning shit (laughs) i mean She's okay. I mean, I don't totally hate her. I mean, she was trained by uh, Kendrick, but Lamar? No, the Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just uh, we'll just have to see how this character goes over when she's back from a uh, suspension. I understand. For Adderall. Was it for Adderall? Who knows what it was for? But now let's now that we mean we've talked about Raw, we've talked about SmackDown. So now like how about we let's just actually like compare and contrast. What's the better product and like based off paper based off of pay per views and what we've already said, what do you who do you feel has the better product? The red brand the red brand or the blue brand brand? Say that five times fast. Um I I honestly I would have to say that as far as like the Monday versus Tuesday wars I feel like Monday Night Raw is definitely more entertaining for me um, watching um, than SmackDown. I mean, it could be a bias as Raw has been going on since like, you know, freaking like 1993 or something. But um, 
SmackDown, I, I feel like they deliver with the pay-per-views. And if the pay-per-views are, you know, if in a project, if it's like that's worth, um, you know, 75% and, you know, the Raw since SmackDown is only worth, you know, 25, like then SmackDown will win. But if we're counting the Raw versus SmackDown as opposed to the pay-per-views, I would definitely have to say Raw. I mean, I totally disagree. I think uh, SmackDown's killing it on all fronts. Um, I actually feel like Raw should be punished and have an hour taken away. Uh, But I I think that would probably help Raw if they had that extra hour taken away. Uh, it's not a punishment for them to take that hour away. That's like giving them a gift. They need to have that hour taken away. Like it's just, it's just too long. And when you're, when you're weekly, longest weekly episodic show on cable network TV time extends further than all most of your pay per views, other than the big four, it's like system overload. I understand that we can get some drawn out matches and so forth, but it gets to a point where you can't tell the difference between a Monday Night Raw. The only difference between a Monday Night Raw and a Raw exclusive pay per view is that one has commercials and one has um, WWE um, advertisements. Especially since, <laughs> especially since yeah. they're not uh, killing it with the, you know, build up to these pay per views. Well. The reason why I say Raw is because of the talent as far as like the cruiserweight division to come in, more of the potential of what it can become, not necessarily of what, you know, um, is going on right now. I feel like it definitely has room for improvement, but so does SmackDown. I mean, um, like I said, I, I still like Raw. Um, but I do feel that SmackDown is better with the pay-per-views. Do you guys think there's any truth to the fact that they say uh, Heyman's writing for SmackDown now? I did not hear that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I would hope. I, I would look for. I would, if so, I'm happy. I think this is more to me. I think it's more of a Daniel Bryan influence. Than anybody else, it seems because it does just it does seem like there is like a Ring of Honor wrestling base that while Heyman is great and like for and a, and a legend, this wouldn't be all the way his style. So this is just where I mean, to me, overall the overall product, the better product to me is SmackDown. Raw is entertaining, but again, Raw is just too long to me. So yeah, I I feel like if they if they take Raw at least like two hours and maybe like ten minutes, you know, just for those extra um, five ten minutes for the uh, for the main event of Raw, like they usually do, you know, it'll be okay. Um, this this three hour nonsense has gone on, and it's just like I mean you can't even keep people's attention span for that long, and people can be doing other stuff anyway. Um, it didn't even work with WCW Nitro when they had three hours. I was just like I don't understand like why 
that they you know that they did that it was kind of like to draw people in to go against raw but like there's no need to have three hours yeah i agree totally i feel like they should have learned from that that is just useless to do that so so we so we're gonna shift it over now to one of my favorite parts of the podcast it is our rumor section it's a lot of stuff that I think is going on in the works. I know that um, Ichi spoke on some things. I know Imp wanted to speak on some things. I wish one of us could do rock, paper, scissors to see who would go first. But I'm going to flip a coin and it says, boom, Ichi. Any rumors or things that you um, rumors or things that you um, like to discuss um, about WWE or outside projects? Um, just rumor that I heard that. Goldberg um, will be wrestling Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar! Um, and I think that that's just going to be box office. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be lit. Hopefully it's for WrestleMania and not for um, Survivor Series so that at least this dude can train and we have a decent quality match for Mania. I'll say um, the rumor that I've picked up on. I think um, actually, yeah, I think Ev was talking about it as well. I think when we were to, um, WWE purchasing TNA or at least just their uh, vid- their video library. Is it, how does this affect just the wrestling landscape on a national scene? I, I mean, I'm pretty happy about it. I mean, like now. They don't have to pretend like uh, people like AJ Styles or Samoa Joe were like, you know, roaming around wrestling in bingo halls for a while. They actually can show video and acknowledge where they've been and what they've done. Um, I think it also opens up the door for uh, the other TNA talent they'll most likely get. And then I'm also interested in what uh tna is actually going to become after this sale is completed yeah i'm definitely all for the rebranding i know i never i don't think that tna is a bad thing i think that again competition iron sharpens iron and i think that it would be good to get the stench of tna off and really be rebranded underneath a wrestling a progressive wrestling mind doesn't have to be competition at WWE. It just has to produce quality wrestling program. Speaking of quality wrestling programs, I'd like to see, and I think part of the rumor is that the Broken Hardy Brothers are possibly coming back to WWE. TNA doesn't have much going for themselves, in my opinion, right now. But the Broken Hardys are, for some odd reason, a... Entertain, just entertaining to watch. Yeah, they're like a. Ph- I don't know why. They're like a phenomenon right now. It's like uh, you, you just you just can't stop watching. But if they come back to the WWE, I want to see them as the broken version. I feel like they have to somehow work that in. I don't want them to show up as like you know, the just just Matt and Jeff. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to see. Yeah. The same, you know, the same thing that happened with the Dudleys. They came back as the Dudley boys and blah, blah, blah. Uh, they did their little stick. Everybody and then cheered. They re- then, then they retired. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to see that with the Hardys. 
they need like, to be the they need to be the, they need to be the Broken Hardies and they need to have a feud with the Wyatt family. Yeah, or the New Day. I feel like that just needs it, and they need to be an actual, you know, legitimate threat. Uh, so, as you know, <laughs> certain wrestlers have been, you know, getting stabbed. Do you guys? Uh, first it was Jamie Noble, and now it's uh, Alberto Del Rio. What What are you guys thinking? Uh, the true story Wait. is. When did Alberto Del Rio get stabbed? You said when? Yeah, when? Uh, I think it was uh, what this weekend? Yep. Yeah, I didn't hear about that, but that's crazy. Um, you said that you think that is like a thing going on where wrestlers are just going to be getting stabbed? I don't know. I mean, first it was Jamie Noble. He got stabbed by his house, and now it's uh Alberto Del Rio who got stabbed outside of a restaurant. So was Alberto Del Rio okay? Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> I was, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you, Ichi. Thank you. You know, I just saw that trailer <laughs> for that for that new movie. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, supposedly he had to miss a pay per view because uh, he had to get treatment for the injuries. Wowzers! Yeah, not a good time. Wrestlers, be alert. Don't get let any, don't let any of these clowns stab you. So we're gonna close it out with. The code with the pay-per-view that is coming up in a couple of days. Two days after, actually, my birthday, October 7, 1985. Oops, I shouldn't have dated myself. <laughs> However, we have No Mercy. We have the face that runs the place versus the guy who's chasing Ric Flair's 16-time World Heavyweight Championship title run. <laughs> And the lunatic French Dean Ambrose. Which way do you think do you see these things going, E.G.? Um, it can go a lot of ways. I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if they put the belt on Cena, but AJ has been riding high like a hawk, roaring in the sky, um, and he's been you know top notch. I don't see them taking the belt away from him, but. You know, WWE has been known to give, you know, throw a curveball and, you know, da 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 da, you know, John Cena be <laughs> the fucking 16 time world champion to Tyric Flair's record. <laughs> and yeah, I don't see Dean Ambrose getting the title um, this Sunday. Well, at least not at this pay per view, but um, yeah. Yeah, I see, uh, I see AJ Styles keeping it. I think he's going to snake his way into another victory. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be you know on the up and up, but I think he's gonna win it. I think AJ Styles steals one. He phenomenally retains the belt, and hopefully this carries over into a Dean Ambrose John Cena feud, and AJ Styles can get on to bigger and better things. Yeah, I was gonna say that only because, um, like I said, his matches have been. <laughs> pun it, pun intended, phenomenal, and but just working with John Cena over these past um, few months, I I feel like um, just the chemistry between the two have been pretty good, and even with his matches with Dean Ambrose, I think that they're going to be a lot more better with John Cena being in the ring and see how three of them work with each other in this um this triple threat match. So, I mean, we have that. We also have, you know, back to my boy, The Miz and his Intercontinental Championship. The Intercontinental title versus a career. 
Imp, which way do you see Dolph Ziggler and the Miz match going? I think it's going to be a good match, you know. Um, I think Dolph is definitely going to carry it like he always does or like any wrestler does with the Miz. Um, I feel like uh, we're actually going to see something new with Ziggler. So I think uh, I think Dolph is going to pull through this time. But I guess I say that every time. So, uh, Yeah, I was going to say... Um... Hopefully this isn't a disastrous match like um, Hurricane Matthew. Um, hopefully everyone is good um, in the West Indies. Shout out to the people there. Um, but I, I honestly want to say, like, I don't see Dolph pulling this off. Um, I feel like if he does, it'll be some type of disqualification where, um, uh, like, someone is involved or you know something like that but i'm honestly tired of seeing this filler champion in the Miz. um hopefully Dolph can pull it off like i said he if he gets like some type of like squad or or um or alliance i think that he'll definitely um definitely win like i'll be happy when like the intercontinental match isn't like the bathroom break anymore you oh <laughs> continue to continue not to give my man the Miz any respect. Again, we've talked about promo. Oh, honestly, I I give the Miz respect. The Miz is great on the mic. He's great doing promos. He's great on talking smack. He's just he might be he's the top he's the top heel. You want to boo the shit out he of is. him. There's no other choice. He has the belt. He's a filler champion until someone. A fellow champion that's been the champion for how many days now? That doesn't defend his belt. Keep continue. He does, he just defended it last week on SmackDown. And he's Once defending it again. Moon. Once in a blue moon. A week ago? A week ago, a week ago. And now I'm coming up on a pay per view two not even two weeks later. Yeah. This is a fighting champion. <laughs> if you need if you need if you need a reminder, just go to Miz talking smack when he told when he reminded Daniel Bryan just who the hell he was. Yeah, don't get me wrong, that was a great promo. It really got me into talking smack, not necessarily his matches, because Daniel Bryan can't wrestle him and kick his ass. And we have <laughs> the, heel, the, the newly turned heel turn Usos. And we have our tag team championship match. The newly the newly turned heel Usos versus the man from West Virginia. The one man band, baby. Heath Slater in Rhino, who's running for office. Ichi, which direction which direction do you see this going? Um, I I like I like Heath Slater. I don't like Rhino. I just don't like Rhino. Nah, I don't know if it's because he looks like a Rhino. I just don't like Rhino. Um, he's kind of like overkill for me. He's like a hype beast. Um, I don't think he's that great. I think he's all hype from when Paul Heyman, um, would commentate and just. Gore, gore. I mean, the gore is is beautiful. I love it, but yeah, I just don't like Rhino. But Heath Slater, I think that they, um, 
I think that they should get the title. I think they should keep the titles. Um, I do like the Usos, but I I think that they keep the titles. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't really care for Rhino. Heath Slater makes Rhino likable, uh, but I see them keeping the titles, and I really do like the the Usos, especially uh, <laughs> this new version of the Usos. I think it's fresh, and I like the that they're always trying to break people's uh, legs. And the belts look cool as shit. Yeah. What do you think, J-Dub? I think we all dislike Rhino, but I'm the, the, that, that, the dynamic is funny enough that I'm willing to see where it's going. Don't get the belts. Don't take the belts off of these clowns. And let Heath Slater just be Heath. Because, like, at this point, at this point, he's... He is create. He is that one that you. He's creating that Daniel Bryan effect. He's keep, on top keep, of the world. Keep keep it running. Keep it running, man. As as my man Jericho says, drink it in, man. So um, those are those are pretty much uh, the matches that we are going to go over with, with the um, No Mercy card. Thank you all. Five episodes in, we are on Twitter at. We are NWA. We are on Instagram at New Wrestling Alliance. We will be creating our YouTube channel. Imp, tell them what can they will be able to find on our YouTube channel. We have a couple of series coming up. Uh, some uh, Slam Crate unboxing. And uh, we're going to do our weekly power rankings. Power, power, power. That's what certified G's do. So thanks everybody once again for joining us. Episode five. We we are live. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, many more things coming out here. Darius, what's on your mind? What's something that you want to send our viewers off of before we um sign out? Final thought. Congratulations are in order for Sasha Banks, who defeated Charlotte on Monday. Um, kudos to her. Big up to the boss. I see you, baby. Yeah. Final thought. Throw it at us. I'm really excited for this uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I'm definitely rooting for uh, Dillinger and uh, Root. Perfectly glorious. And uh, I guess congratulations to Daniel Bryant on uh, the new baby. Kids are amazing. Kids are awesome. Congrats, DB. Congrats, Bree. Guess you were really in Bree mode. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to J Dub. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was saying, let's see. My final thought: No mercy coming up. I'm looking forward to my personal favorite on the SmackDown brand. Here we go. Here we go. The Miz in a career versus a title match. Single-handedly keeping Dolph Ziggler relevant. Miz will sell and make a hell of a match again because that's what he does. And in the end, we'll be leaving out with the WWE Intercontinental Champion because the tour never stops, baby. And it's awesome so once again it's me i'm the man p j p1 j dub to my left your right is d 
There is Ichi since a part of the words. Ichi Bond here. Peace out. Yep. Good night, everybody. And see you next time. Peace. Black lives matter. Black wrestlers matter. Watch out for the clowns. <laughs>